Stunt Podcast. Hey everybody, it's Matthew. Before we get into today's episode of the Matthew and Rizzle Show, featuring Kyle Liu from DAP.com, I just wanted to give a shout out to this month's sponsor, who's none other than the man, the myth, the legend, Connie Digital. Everyone listening to the podcast should be familiar with Connie. He's been a guest on here once before. And if you don't know him, he's a legend in the crypto art scene, and he's making waves now with his tokenized music. Just want to make sure that everyone checks out his website at danky.art. That's D-A-N-K-Y dot art. And make sure that you sign up for his newsletter. And you can go to connydigital.com slash join to do that. That's C-O-N-N-I-E-D-I-G-I-T-A-L dot com slash join. That's it. Make sure you follow Connie Digital. And thank you again for supporting the show. So with that, let's begin today's episode. Okay, we're live. This is Matthew from Scent, and I'm back with another special interview on the Matthew and Rizzle podcast with my dude Rizzle. Today, we're really excited to be speaking with Kyle Liu, founder, CEO of dapp.com, the cross-chain platform where everyone can discover, use, and enjoy the latest dapps. Really excited to dig into the, the high-level insight that Kyle has into not just the Ethereum blockchain ecosystem, uh, but all the blockchains and all the activity going on there. Um, really excited to t- talk about metrics and, and get into all of that. Uh, but first, really happy to welcome Kyle to the Matthew and Rizzo show. Hey, Matthew and Rizzo, um, thanks for having me here. Um, so my name is Kyle Liu. Um, let me do a quick intro, right? Um, sure. I'm founder and CEO of dev.com. So we, um, right, we are the, we, are, we, are, we, are, we want to be the ultimate platform uh, where everyone to discover the latest and the most useful products in, in the blockchain space. Um, and all this discovery is driven by data. So we measure, like we, we added a lot of um, different metrics like on-chain and off-chain data um, to help discovery and measure a, a product's th- performance. That's what we do. I'm glad to be here. No, thank you for coming. And I'm curious if we can kind of pull back a little and go back in time and kind of walk us through the origin story of dap.com uh, and where it, where it started and how it got to where it is today. Yeah, um, that'd be great. Um, so we, we work on dap.com since um, early 2018. Um, so when we got um, when when we got our first one million check um, from one of the leading uh, blockchain based we, like VCs uh, called Gupo, um, so um, so the the story was um, like back in two thousand seventeen I started rolling into crypto, right, and then I I was uh, a partner uh, who is helping on uh, the whole um, ecosystem developments um, of a chain. So a chain is a is a is a layer one chain that um, right focus on um, providing low gas fees and high speed transactions. Um, so and then at that time we start realizing like crypto is booming, like everyone start talking about blockchain applications, and then it it all once uh, and but at the time right when crypto kitty like into uh, late two thousand seventeen we're having like 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 booming jamming the uh, the whole. Uh, Ethereum network, um, people's understanding of dApps at the time was like 
like it's it's pretty much ICO. So one project when they do an ICO, it become a debt. And then I'm like, okay, so <laughs> this might not right. I mean, if we go to that direction, that that might be totally messed up because at that time we start looking at like what's hap- what's building, especially like the the news in China is actually like all focused on token price. But in the, in the Western, um, especially developer community, people start building like NFTs and all that, like uh, crypto countries. And right. And then they were like, I remember there was like Dragon Balls and right NFTs and all that. Right. But those are gone now. Mm-hmm. But uh, at that time, it was fair happening. It was like, oh, like there are so many cool stuff that were like on, on the blockchain. Right. And and then but no one's know about it. And then also. And then in the future, right, like at the time, A-Chain was, was, was like, we were incubating different dApps, right? And then there were a lot of blockchain. So essentially, we see that there's the opportunities where people could, like, they, they, they would be either like a coin market cap of dApp or they could be either like a, like an app store for, for all the dApps. So um, then I left A-Chain and then we, we received the funding and then start building first version. I think we lo- I remember we launched in Ju- June uh, 2018, right? At the first version is is just purely like uh, for, look like we even took this design from um, app, uh, Apple App Store, so um, <laughs> it's like introductions and and oh, that that's all, mm-hmm. and then it start like when we start rolling in and then we're like oh like there are a lot of data on chain that we could took it right, so there are like smart contracts and then there are a lot of transactions. So we start adding those and then we, we added like, so the, the way that we counted measure that is like, Hey, when there was someone that sent, um, send tokens, sent, sent ether into their smart contract, meaning to say someone spent money. So, um, so we start counting them and then it become the right, the original like version of like volume users on chain activity. And then it, it all become like, people start looking at all those metrics and then there were someone start manipulating the, the network because like I give you an example, like if, if like you have one ETH and then you send from one account into one contract, so it should count it as like a one user spend it one ETH, right? And then there's one users and, and one ETH or volume and one transactions. And then there were start like someone like who start breaking down, like so breaking one ETH into like 100 ETH and then send it to the same contract. And with the time when the gas fee is low, so they could instantly create like hundreds of thousands of users of a product that actually no one uses. Mm-hmm. So we, we start like launching our own matrix and then to to track back on, hey, like where does the fund source, like the funding source of different wallets account and like to, to and then to measure like social media activities so that we could identify which, um, right, which step is manipulating. And then we come, we generate this step.com score, which we're still using now. Mm-hmm. And, and then we just start adding on like new blockchains like EOS, Tron, and then, right, and, and, and like we are adding like Matic, uh, Thundercore, in this week next week right and and then also like pretty much every chain that we were right right we're having like smart contract based apps in the market and we ran through all the hype of like nft in 2018 right all this uh like ponzi dabs in like mm-hmm. mid 2018 right and, like formal 3d like <laughs> and then all, all the like liquidity mining gambling dabs on tron and eos where uh, like right that's that's when like tron back which was current wink were, were released at the time Mm-hmm. So and then until like this like this year DeFi 
right at beginning like last year was was like DAX and then now DeFi. So and we in two thousand like in this year. Like in May, we started to onboard a lot of like dApps, like a lot of application that were not building fully on chain. So like including exchanges, like there were like centralized lending platforms and all that. So we start focusing on more on the product introduction side. And but at the and the back end, we are launching a lot of like data products so that to showcase a lot of like dashboards and all that in uh, of a different dApps. Mm-hmm. So that would be rolling out in Q4, and then also in Q4, we we plan to launch a service or we call we we call it like a distribution network so allow everyone to publish their products and then also to write distribute different products within the dev.com network meaning to say like like say for example like uh, matthew you could open up a store re- recommending products generating contents and then when people um using your store and then you can earn from that right so that's a, that's the idea that we we're using to push new products or good products to more users. Yeah, that's 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 the plan. Dude, that's awesome. I, I'm so glad like someone is taking the initiative to create like a central hub for all the blockchains and all the things going on in all the places and everything. <clears throat> I'm interested, like in the example that you gave before where, you know, one person splits up one Ethereum a hundred ways and, and, you know, in order to essentially spoof 100 user accounts, I would imagine, you know, especially with a site like this, that's, you know, essentially algorithm based in terms of what gets visibility, there's, there's a ton of that type of thing going on in terms of people trying to boost their rankings. And I'm just interested, like, you know, now that you guys seem to have found like a a pretty good, um, you know, algorithm per se, does that translate well across all of the different blockchains that you're onboarding or does each one sort of like have its own nuances that you got to adjust it for? Or it just, yeah, just sort of curious about how the ongoing process of trying to prevent people from just artificially boosting their ranking goes. I think like right now we are using that same to like everyone, but we like every chain. But it's but but with the consideration of say for example like Tron like right so it, like Ethereum versus Tron, right? So Ethereum when you transfer like one ETH and that that's equal to like I, I forgot the, the number but it's like a few like thirty five uh, like few hundred thousands or TRX. So when we adjust the volume based on like token price and also and then the attention of of the of, of user is is one way that we find. It is it, it it is helpful. For example, like when a user uses several dApps, but he spent more on one of the the dApps, and then those that 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 one gets a better ranking, and then that could actually apply to every blockchain because that is, that that's very helpful to identify like which dApps gets more attention. Right now, we are also working on an update to the algorithm so that it could right it might we we might need to address for different blockchain because for example ethereum's once we start adding the erc20 tokens on top of it the the volume got super big is like because like if we compare right eth and then the erc20 token the trading volume of erc20 tokens on different dApps is actually way more than the one that was trading on ethereum already like trading i mean like spend it on on different dApps but in in eos the eos token is still way more than the token that was 
issue on EOS. So that might have to adjust a little bit so that like when we compare something between EOS and, and Ethereum, that would be like more fair because otherwise Ethereum would just, just dominate it all because they have EOS Ethereum tokens and and the tokens volume is, is so high. So this is something that we are working on to, to adjust that. And then the question I have for you, I mean, Rizzo and I were really focused and like heads down grinding in NFT land within uh, Ethereum. Yep. And it, it definitely seems like it's blowing up yep. in our neck of the woods. I'm curious, since you, you have a vantage point that looks at all of the different chains, like are NFTs just a blip on the map? Uh, when it comes to the rest of, of crypto, uh, is it really a, a substantially growing segment? Um, just curious what the state of, of NFTs in the broader uh, multi-chain universe looks like from your vantage point. Yeah, I think once to start with this, like I think we, we have like I, I want to share one like information that was like well right spread in the in the Asian like crypto community, especially in terms of speculation. <laughs> um, so what happened is like, it's a, a paragraph or sentence you're saying that, hey, like if you miss out something on Ethereum, you don't worry. You could always get a chance to catch it on Tron, EOS, and then the rest of other, uh, other mm. blockchains like, like, like IOST, something like that. That was so true in the, in the sense that because all the, all the main like innovations comes from Ethereum. And then when something got hyped and then it will be copied and carry on to other other chains, right? That's usually the case. Yeah, so you should like, when we look at NFT, I think it's it's a similar way um, to look at it. Cause like, like even though were, there were people already like building on like other building NFT on other chain, I wouldn't be super, super successful unless it was like driven by the team, like the, the layer one chain itself. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, like in a lot of cases, it was like, say uh, I'm building something on Ethereum and then someone, a, a layer one chain, like send me a bunch of money or, or funded me. And then so that I would copy a version onto that chain, but eventually it would fade. So the point is like, first of all, right. It all, all started with Ethereum. So, Right now, um, right so well established. There were there were a lot of NFT right there. There were like virtual like real estate, which is like very well developed, like Cryptovosos and Decentraland Sands and and all that. There were there were someone like who was trying to build similar things on on EOS. There was one called Evolution Land, if I remember correctly, and then there were other like Megapolis Tron and something like that. But they were they like j- just because of the audience were not as big as Ethereum. So it's not, it didn't get into like the, the, the main market at the time. And I noticed there were shot NFTs and all these new concepts. So, but that all, all these were happened like two months or three months before, like when it gets to like the, the, the major like public spotlights. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't say, I, I would say it usually wait until like maybe like one or two months later when all these things on Tron, EOS and, and other chains start like rolling out very big because it, it takes time to digest. But if we look at NFTs outside of Ethereum, I would name a few that it's, it's a must watch. So one is uh, one is WAX. So we've watching WAX for quite a long time. Mm-hmm. So the way that they do it, it was like driven by like really, really strong corporate business development. Because if you look at WAX, so they have like a few like advisors from like Microsoft, from Animal Cars, like they like these guys were like in the gaming industry for a long time, mm-hmm. right? So they have all this network there. And then they, they work with like game publisher, like game company to bring their I, IP into like the WAX blockchain. 
like what they did is was with who is it like Sheraton Williams if uh, I, I really forget the name but um so there were like a few NFT that were already bought into into like Wax Mm-hmm. Like there was a uh, garbage kit, which is like a famous NFT, right? Like collectible cards in, uh, in the States. Right. Um, and then they were like street fighters that were coming on board. So a lot, a lot of them. So these are like the famous IPs that everyone knows. So when it, when, when, when they launch and then release NFT of that, like people get into it, like can adapt very quickly. And one thing that they done great, I think is they, they do this like, crowd wallets so which is like is something that we've done it's similar to like web 2 login methods so that you 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 create a wax account using like like google and and all that uh, web 2 methods and you just don't need to have a you don't need to have like like an extension or something which is easy so i would see like in terms of nft they have really great potential um and then the other one that i mentioned is i recently wrote an article about flow blockchain um mm-hmm. so which is like founded by the crypto kitty teams they are the first one who knows how to write how to make nft fun and, and and cool and then and 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 get into everyone right if you look at the like if you look at um crypto kitty's contract is still selling like a few hundred crypto kitties every day, right? So they were right. still releasing a lot of uh, crazy stuff there. And so they when they launch this blockchain flow, the first thing they do is they partner with NBA. So they have this NBA top shop NFT, which you could own a moments of like like NBA play. Mm-hmm. So I think that is that is crazy big because like and like NBA have like million like billions of fans around the world if you just turn one percent of that that would be so huge enough and i think that their approach is also like similar to wax i mean i think it's not they're not saying that they're copying each other but i think that's the that's the right way to do is like first thing i i make the wallets easy enough to use because they i think they already they also invested in uh mad uh mad magic mm-hmm. uh, which is formatic right and right. then they also have their Dapper's Lab, Dapper Lab uh, wallets, which is like compatible with Ethereum. So they, they already have those infrastructure. And then when they roll out this big influential partnership with famous IP, it got all the attentions from the market immediately. So it's, it's a really right way to, to go. So I, I see like great potentials in terms of NFT in this blockchain. Dude, uh, you're preaching to the choir with the NBA Top Shot stuff. I'm a huge, <laughs> huge fan of that project. And, uh, you know, growing up yeah, collecting too, sports right? cards uh, as a kid, man, I, I mean, that's like, you know, the my sports card collection 2.0, uh, you know, coming at me. It's it's awesome. Um, yeah. Dude, curious, like when you, you got the site uh, up and it, run. It, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, man. Oh, yeah. No, I'm just I'm just here like like I'm not sure if you're already in the pri- uh, like the private beta or what cuz it's well, you know it's we quite are. expensive though. It's like <laughs> yeah, uh, man. it's like uh, you you guys are uh, yeah, did you guys bought any? I'm like oh, yeah, this we're is in, dude. quite expensive it's like yeah, we like had a Katie, thousand bucks. We had right? Katie Tedman yeah. back on the show before it launched and so we got that the early sneak peeks and early tastes. <laughs> yeah. The the FOMO yeah, is real. I mean, yeah. it's it's yeah. hard to deny, like, you know, just as a super, super fan of the NFT space and also basketball. I mean, this is like, uh, you know, quite literally a slam dunk yep. for me. I guess not literally, but uh, no, man, that that was like right up my alley. Dude, when, when you put your yep. site in place and you got the algorithm refined and everything, like, was once you plugged everything in, is there anything that, like... 
the algorithm sort of surface to your attention that you wouldn't have otherwise noticed? Or, you know what I mean? Were there any surprises with the the metrics that you guys are using that put some things on the map for you that you could have otherwise overlooked? Um, sorry, what, what, what do you mean? So, I, I didn't quite get it. So like, you know, I know uh, dap.com is essentially algorithm based and, and it's, you know, crunching the data from all these different platforms and projects and dapps to, uh, you know, give them visibility on your site. So I'm just curious if there's anything that, you know, sort of jumped to the top of the list or was doing really well based on your algorithm that you wouldn't have noticed until, you know, your your site sort of brought it to light. Uh, does that make sense? So I I guess because like it just it just uh quite overwhelmed actually when we look at the dashboard or when we look at the <laughs> ranking every day because because things change it so so rapidly like you see suddenly you see like some like one was on top and then there's suddenly like another range changes to the top like it's for example like yesterday like when we noticed like oh like curve act volume like the trading volume of like over two point seven billion yesterday. Yeah. and which is like way higher like it's, it's it already outscored like uniswap's top one like the top the the the, the all-time high so it's like oh like you just you just find it on the swap but i think that the the cool stuff is when we when i, I think usually it's like when it is reflected on the data when we see oh like this guy is on the top something is it's actually already happened so it's mm. i think the 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 interesting part or, or the insights actually come from why it happens, right? It's like yeah. why like why curve actually jumped so high? Right? Yesterday was actually the the, the harvest finance hacked. Yeah. So and 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 then they were like and then we were also seeing like compound finance where their their user amounts went pretty pretty crazy in the in the over for the last two weeks, and we and then for that we were still figuring out what happened so um so i think that the the thing is like we help to reflect something that just happened right but in um in the in the idea that like why are these happens i think we still need to add a lot of different data source or maybe information source onto it say for example like i don't know if the news source or maybe their um like social media activities and all that too so that to to make to help our users to disca- discover why this happened or maybe help them to predict what what's going to happen like this is something that we are digging into nft as well because when we when we look at uh the data that we got we actually got in like like who purchased which nft at what price and who like and there's another address who offer like a, a, a bid price or auction price on OpenSea at, 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 at XYZ uh, uh, Ether, right? So if we were able to get in all this data and then we could create like a trend, price chain of like different like NFTs and all that, um, I think it would be, be, be really helpful to predict, to indicate what, what's going to happen. On, on a certain NFT or, or certain projects. Yeah, that, that was sort of like my next question. Like, where's the future of that.com going? You have all the blockchains, all the dApps there, like all the information. Um, I'm, I'm curious, like, are you guys putting more resources into the analysis and some of your longer form write-ups? Uh, what, what do you think heading forward, the best way to communicate what the best dApps are or what dApps people should be paying attention to will be 
I think I think we might end it up launching like a like a two version of that.com, maybe like one for like advanced users and one for like regular users. So that like when when the advanced users get to I think I think like they will get like a lot of like insights such as like say for example like someone got like a like a one billion fresh loan on um on compound like on on AAVE. Mm-hmm. Right. Say th- those are example. Like these are information that like not everyone needs to know. Right. Not everyone's like lo- like like a lot of people don't even understand what is the fresh loan. Right. But um. So that's for like advanced users or like those data, like those information, those news sources were for them. While regular use like entry level users or we could just call it regular users. So when like what they want to know is like hey like how do you like a user guy of a new products or maybe like what's right what's interesting out there so it, it these are two separate group of people but it just happened both of them were in dev.com right they might like someone might never visit the homepage when they might never visit like our recommendation but they visit the ranking they visit the, the market trends every day um but another group of people they they never touch the ranking they, they they didn't even know there's like what what does that ranking mean but they, they pay attention to like all the playlists, all those by our editorial team. So I think that would that would that would that would lead to a split of two major functions of that.com. I'm still like we are still figuring out how what's the best approach of it. But right now our team is already divided um into like two two small squads. So one's handling like complex complicated data filtering because we have to apply those new um, trackings into different chains and then the other team other team is looking for the fun part which is for like more, more of the app store part where uh, to help to have like engagement functions where people can discover like uh, like new products or, or maybe something that they, they need yeah how big is your team we are a team of 10 right now mm-hmm. so I think we, we've been a team of 10 for like very long um some point we scale into like 18 or 17 and then until like we, we, we realize oh like everything seems slowing down like and yeah and then start like making our team slim again so right now we are a team of 10 mm-hmm. um yep so in, in terms yeah. of monetizing a site like this with like all the things are you guys relying mainly on sponsorships and advertisements or are you guys actually able to take some of the information you're harvesting and are you guys able to make any investments or bests or bets using all this information? Um, we do. We have like some internal, we pretty much do investments based on like a lot of like these advanced data, which they are not, they're, they're not hundred percent on the, on the site. Mm-hmm. So we are thinking of like, because we would, we don't want to, we don't want to roll it out something like, Hey, like you could use this and to right make, like, I don't know, like 100x or like VX or like, like, like with this analytics, right? But, but if, but, but if, like, usually for data too, if you don't have those kind of cases, it's hard to get in, like, hard to teach people, educate people how to use it. Right. So you need those, like, hey, like, right, right, those, those use cases to educate them. And if, like, and so we are still, figuring what's the best approach to roll it up because we like it's it doesn't work all the time obviously right if we work all the time then <laughs> then we might become like an investment bank or work, right but like it's 
like but we're, we're testing it like um using like using like some funds and then to 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 do like try things out and and all those um to test if like this metric is legit um this is a good indicator of that so um so um but and and but that is that that it's not like um it's more for experiments mm-hmm. right and then the our, our monetization model currently is is more for uh from like sponsor posts and and also like advertisement mm-hmm. um yeah so and then we were we were also like studying about if there is like a membership kind of model for those like advanced data metrics. Mm-hmm. Um, that is something that we're considering. Yeah. Dude, I, I know you've like made some uh, projections in terms of what projects you think are, you know, have some legs and are in it for the long haul. Um, is there anything, I don't know how far out you want to stick your neck out there, but, um, you know, you guys obviously see, uh, pretty much everything with your site. Is, is there anything, you know, conversely that jumps out at you or, or is there any like patterns with like how things pop up on dap.com that, you know, almost immediately set up a red flag, like something's not right here or like, you, you know, this one's definitely going to, you know, go down in flames shortly, or is, is that difficult to predict or is there anything you see on your end that like sort of sets off some flags um no i think i think it's you can you can you can pretty much see the like the the the, the user the user trend uh, especially like it's it is it, actually help very helpful in uh, like especially on like yale farming all those because like you see like they were like um, there were uh, 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 sometimes when when it the, the volume went so high, meaning to say like people were start staking money into it, and then when the user flow stopped like going up, then it it just means that like all the wells and all these guys were like leaving the the the, the mining. So um, mm-hmm. I think that's that's a good indicator. So um, when 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 we are looking at like all those Yale farming, I think I think. Just simply looking at the user and uh, user growth, and then the, the the rolling growth would be would would be would be very efficient. Yeah, yeah, that makes that makes sense to me, man. Dude, one of the questions we mm-hmm. always like to ask people, and you already partially answered it with NBA Top Shot, but always interested in what like projects or NFTs or things you got in your wallet that you're just sort of like tinkering around with on the side or just, you know, playing with out of genuine curiosity. Like what, what's your, what's your hobby stuff in the space look like? <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's a good one. I mean, I used to, I used to be very active on, on the NFT. Like, like I think I get, cause back in, it's actually in 2018, I had like, I had everything that I could afford <laughs> um, to own on the space or I try like, I had like kitties, I had like uh like uh, I had land, like I had decentralized land, but decentralized land I had um yeah this diff- like everything that were listed on dap.com I, I will have one. I have this like infinity star which is like a like a like a RPG game where a girl like you 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 having like a these like kill girl characters and then you fight with with with, with all the monsters and like we had um <laughs> cool. We have the the MLB um, right the the NFT right CSC um, yeah I have to check if those are still having value and and 
and yeah so like we had everything but uh like right now what's still remaining on my my wallet is like i have i had axi um they just got they oh, yeah. just got into binance launchpad which is super cool right and then they were and then i have some like i have a, a sandbox land so sandbox is we know the team like we're still doing very they're still doing very great yeah i think i think i think i don't have much left right now but um um and then oh like there's new stuff that were there was one called there was one on eos yeah they were this one called blancos is it called blancos blancos right, blancos mm. uh yeah, by uh, this like they were they were they received like over ten million worth of funding on uh, to build on Ethereum. They just launched cool. founders NFT sale using the I think they were they were accepting fiat and uh, and crypto with um by like BitPay. So it's it seems to me it's not like fully on chain at the moment, but maybe they just do they 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 prefer to do sales in um by like in the traditional way. So um, hmm. I've I've been watching this because it it seems like very promising, but I don't know what's the story behind them and EOS because it's supposed to be the flagship project on EOS, right? Oh, cool. huh. So yeah, I think I think it's, it's 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 fun to watch all these like stories behind like hey like you're supposed to do this and but right <laughs> they they keep delaying and and all that yeah. Dude, this is why we ask is because people are inevitably got like a yeah. couple interesting things that they're got their eye on that uh, are always interesting to hear about. So appreciate that, man. <laughs> thanks. Thanks. Yeah, hope, hope, hope is helpful. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd never heard of Blanco's myself either. I'm just going down this rapid hole right now. Look, actually, I do have oh, some really? oh. EOS. So I'm not sure if I'll have that for that much longer. This looks kind of fun. Yeah. It's everywhere in the news um, back in the day when, they, they they funded the project yeah it's crazy how some of those things kind of just like miss certain people's radars even if you're like living on crypto twitter all the time i don't know how i missed this it's crazy but again like <laughs> this is why we have rizzle pick people upside down and pour out their crypto wallet yeah. so we can see what lands on the floor i love this <laughs> so but thank you so much kyle <laughs> that's cool for joining us uh I really loved digging into what's going on in some of the other blockchains. I, I think we don't do that enough as a space. Um, we tried to do that on the whip in terms of getting like a broader perspective. But again, what a project like dap.com brings to the tables, I think is really interesting. So thank you again for taking the time to talk to us about that and keep on building. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for uh, hosting the great show. Great to be here. Thank you. Cool. Thanks, man. That was great. Hey again, this is Matthew. Thank you all for listening to this week's episode. And just want to give one more shout out to this month's sponsor, Connie Digital. Make sure that you follow him and go check out his latest updates at danky.art. And definitely, if you're not already signed up, make sure you join his email newsletter by going to connydigital.com slash join and filling in your email address and ETH address. That's connydigital.com slash join to join Connie Digital's email newsletter. Thank you all and see you on the next episode.
Podcast. Podcast.